0: This is the Music Mentor Podcast. What is up girls and boys, ladies and gentlemen, this is Demian, your host of the Music Mentor Podcast and welcome to episode number 142. Now hear me out for a second. Even though this episode can be considered a drummer-centric episode or center around drumming and drummers and percussionists, it is not. It is actually, for the most part, for singers, guitar players, bass players, keyboard players, and non-drummers as to how to speak to drummers, how to give them constructive criticism, and hopefully how to change something that might not be incredibly perfect on your project or something like that, namely wink wink us drummers that are, are playing either too loud or too fast and you don't know how to approach it. And also I will be giving you fellow drummers that are listening and don't feel like I'm throwing you under the bus a couple of uh, tricks that I have used to tone down my dynamics and help me immensely to the point where is one of the things that I know I've gotten called for and I've gotten compliments on in the past. but. Before I get started, as always, I want to give a shout out to the wonderful companies that I endorse: Vader Drumsticks, Zildjian Cymbals, Gibraltar Hardware, Evans Drumheads, <laughs> LP Percussion, Simpad Accessories, Nirvana Handpans, and last but not least, Ultimate Ears In-Ear Monitors. So, if you're a singer, guitar player, you know, band leader, and you're having a hard time finding the right way. speak to your drummer about their volume or their speed or whatnot, I'm going to give you a couple of pointers. First of all, as you know and I know firsthand, drummers are very passionate. We take things very personal or a lot of us, of course, I'm not going to say every single person, but sometimes it's hard for drummers uh, to take constructive criticism or feedback of any kind and it's very hard To not feel attacked because we're literally sort of behind everybody. Everybody's looking back at us in a way. So keep that in mind as well. I'm not playing the victim. I'm just saying things like that happen. Also, for us emotional beings that are hitting stuff that's so primal and so primitive almost, um, it's harder to disguise our emotions as maybe a guitar player or a bass player where they can turn down their volume or change their tone or whatnot and drummers are are wired differently and the output of that emotion is also different so that those are just things for you to keep in mind. I've gotten asked so many questions about this but there's few things that people dread more than talking to their drummer or telling them that they're playing too loud. When they know that it's too loud, everybody knows it, the crowd knows it. knows it. Uh, the people that might potentially hire you when they see you in the crowd for a private event or for the venue. If the drummer is too loud, the band is too loud. That's just a fact. So you need to know how to talk to them and how to tell us drummers, how to tell your drummer that they're playing too loud. And just coming out and saying that might not be the best thing because we take things very personally. So more than telling them hey, so-and-so, you're just playing way too loud. It's annoying. You know, people are complaining or whatever. Try to show them why it matters to you that they bring down the volume. So for example, if you're a singer, maybe tell your drummer, listen, whatever your name is, I want you to understand that I my voice hurts a lot every time we're done with the set. Or by the third time, I feel like I'm I'm just going, I'm belting way too much and my vocals hurt. My voice hurts, excuse me. And I can't hear anybody else, so it's just affecting the entire thing. Can we try playing a little bit quieter? Um, It would help me and then in turn it would help the entire band. So that could be something helpful where the drummer can understand why or how it's affecting you directly. In the same vein of constructive criticism, I think it's very important to start out with the positive things so tell them what you like about what they're doing if you don't like anything you shouldn't be playing with them but if if there's a lot of things that you like but it's too loud for example or but they they're they tend to speed up a lot i encourage you to to try this trick that has worked on me or on me yes it has worked on me and it has worked for me um, wonders in the past, and I'll continue to use. And it's to substitute the word but, with, and because. So to give you a brief example, if you're going to tell your drummer that they're too loud, instead of, even even when starting with constructive criticism, instead of saying like, hey man, I think you're an amazing drummer, I love how you play this song, and I love you know the groove and the beat and everything is amazing, but... It's just too loud. When you say the word but, he's going to forget about all the compliments that you gave him, he, he or she, about all the compliments that you gave prior to the word but. And as soon as you say that, we're all going to get defensive. And this obviously transcends instruments and situations, of course. We're going to get defensive. We're going to wait for that. But what? And we're going to stop listening to understand what you're going to want to say. We're just going to try to reply immediately with whatever comes up in our mind, comes to our mind. So try to say something like, I love your drumming and I love this and I love that. And because I do, and because I love this project, I think that I can tell you or I should tell you that I would love it if you even more I appreciate it even more if you could just play a little bit quieter cuz I can hear the rest of the band a little bit better and the manager also meant the bar manager also mentioned that it would be nice if if it was a little more quiet something along those lines you know what i mean i think that could be better um than saying but all the time because it's just negates everything pretty much another thing that you can do and this is more um siding with drummers, is that you can educate yourself more and do a little research. And when you mention something, try to give options. So if you don't like the symbols that he's using, for example, because they are too fill in the blank, you need to know what that is. What is the sound that you don't like? Is it too pingy or too washy or has too much attack or too much sustain or whatever it is? Try to understand what that is and ask fellow drummer friends or go online and try to figure this out because then you can tell the drummer like hey i love this sound but i think we could use oh, sorry i love uh what do you play but it's it's a little too like abrasive or something maybe we can use like you know lighter cymbals or darker cymbals or something like that whatever it is that you want so i think giving options it's cool and the drummer you're going to earn the respect not that you need to earn earn anybody's respect but i guess you do at some point but just keep that in mind because it can be, it can make us feel appreciated and better. Like, oh, wow, the singer or the guitar player, they're making an effort to come into my arena, so to speak, and talk to me about this kind of stuff. That's really, really, really cool. Or I love when somebody tells me, like, dude, I love, you know, the drum tone and the, this Bowie record. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like, we're doing something together. That's This is awesome. So as a drummer, I love that. Um, and it's pretty neat. to feel appreciated in that way because we all love some sort of validation at the end of the day don't we and actually going back to the symbol thing technology has developed and brands are creating so many things as it relates to playing in small venues and stuff like that um, that they make quieter symbols symbols that are meant to be um, less volume same with drum heads there are drum heads that are meant for quieter settings and stuff like that but at the end of the day The responsibility is also on the drummer to be a fellow musician and play musically and understand, read the situation and know what's up and what kind of instruments he should use to play in whatever setting. Uh, And as a drummer, again, we always try to put our imprint on the music that we play. And at some point, we got to, as predictable as this sounds, We need to check our ego at the door and we need to play for the band and do what's best. Especially if you're doing just like a cover band and stuff like that. When you're out touring with your own band, it's a little bit different because you might have a sound person or a tour manager and stage manager and, you know, monitor engineers or whatever crew that can help you tone it down a little bit or bring it up or whatever. But when you're playing in bars and restaurants and private parties or whatever, where you're sort of policing yourself, we need to be honest and we need to just to listen to what. People have to say about what we're doing because we're working. We're trying to make things, or you should try to make things as enjoyable for everybody around, not the one drummer in the crowd. You know, you can tell when you play, people are cringing, you know, they're like turning their faces away or they're like blinking every time you hit the snare drum. Like It might feel cool, but it's not constructive for anybody, so just keep that in mind. And if I still have drummers listening, I'm going to give you a couple of pointers as to how to get your volume lower and still be cool and relevant and sound appropriate with a setting. So one thing, taking it outside of whatever setting you're playing. Let's assume you're playing in a rock a cover band or whatever. I encourage you to play different styles of music that are that call for a much lower dynamic range, or just uh, that have a, more dynamics, and so on and so forth. Like. Jazz, Latin jazz, uh, some world music and stuff that's just mellow, chill, or ballads that you like that aren't, you know, Def Leppard, super reverby ballads because those are incredible, and then I wouldn't encourage you to listen to their entire albums, but that's a whole different story. So just take it outside and just play music that is known for being quiet. Let's just say that. Another thing that I suggest, the two sort of best things that I have ever did for for my dynamics. One of them was when I play with headphones on and I played with an a long tour song, whatever it is. I remembered where the the sort of volume knob was turned to. So let's just say from 1 to 20, it was at a 17. I would play the song and then I would play it at 16 and then I would play the song and I would play it at 15 and so and so forth until I could barely hear the song and your volume starts gradually decreasing almost without knowing. However, this exercise comes with a little caveat or another part of it which is that I encourage you to try to not change the technique that you're using. So again to get a little deeper into the drumming side of things. If you're playing a rock song, if you're playing an ACDC song where you're playing you know the hi-hat with the shoulder of the stick And you're really leaning into it and you're playing the snare drum, you're playing full on rim shots and you play heel up on that kick drum and you're just burying the beater or whatever. Do the same thing as you play quieter. Okay, just lower and lower and lower, but don't change the technique. Still hit the hi-hat the same way you're doing. Still hit the snare drum the same way you're doing. Still hit the bass drum. Why? Because we want it to sound good and full and sound the same way and, and 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 mimic the colors, right? The the musical colors of what you played. So there's a song that's meant to be played a certain way. You're not going to play Enter Sandman by Metallica playing the bell of the hi-hat and you're not going to play just like an open snare drum without you know rim shots and you're not going to play heel down or your kick that's just not how the song is so you are capable of playing loud or with the loud technique excuse me but are uh, a lower volume do not confuse power and precision with volume only thank you so much for listening this was the music mentor podcast